What's up, Candy Liquors? It's Matt Mitchell, a.k.a. Casio, and you have found Casio's cut. Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. coming but i'm glad we are finally getting this product out here and i hope you enjoy it we're gonna have fun along the way and uh, i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited and and uh however you found this place however you found me whether it was uh it's radio uh, i can be found on rocket 95.1 wrtt in huntsville alabama as part of jimbo and cassio morning show there or my old rick and bubba days I was on with Kubelik and the Kid as well. Uh, we'll visit, hopefully, all those pit stops along the way. So any of my radio stops, thanks for checking this out. Maybe you saw me back in my Los Angeles days where I, I went to school at the Groundling School of Improv. Or you've seen me at any of my stand-up comedy shows in the past 10 to 15 years as I toured the United States. And, of course, three years as a correspondent for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Maybe you found me through that. Maybe you are, as we mentioned earlier, a candy licker, and you are a fan of WHW, the podcast with Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson, or any other of Conrad Thompson's many podcasts, and you heard my name mentioned there. We appreciate you checking it out, and thank you uh, for Conrad sprinkling his dust on me as well. And uh, because if you came here because of that, that means the dust worked and I'm getting the rub. And I appreciate that as well. Or if you just stumbled upon it, thanks for checking it out. It's going to be weird, but we're glad you joined us. And um, we hope you stick around. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, This thing is going to grow. This thing is going to blossom. This thing is going to end up somewhere that, of course, this first episode is not going to be now. Uh, But we're going to get there all together, hopefully. Uh, I've got a very funny episode for you today a very funny interview uh with you with the liberal rednecks that's right the well-read comedy tour liberal rednecks you've got drew morgan Corey forster and trey crowder that we are going to talk to in this episode uh they are touring comedians they're good friends of mine as well southern boys and yes that is an anomaly an oxymoron you don't hear much liberal rednecks we're not going to talk too much politics i want you to get to know these guys i want you to hear how funny they are i want you to know why we're all friends and how this thing this ride all started from them it's a crazy ride they've got millions of downloads already for their podcast the real well-read podcast Uh, so be sure to check that out Uh, their videos viral of course you can check them out on youtube everywhere online they have literally tens of millions of views uh and that is everywhere that's just on youtube and they've been shared everywhere all over all kind of social media Uh, so be sure to check them out at wellreadcomedy.com 
com after you listen to this interview. I know you're going to enjoy it and find out when their tour is going to be coming around your city. They've also got a best-selling book that is out as well. You can check out, uh, and of course, live comedy albums as well. So uh, we're going to listen to them in just a second. Be sure you stay up, speaking of social media, with the podcast social media. Uh, you can find it at facebook.com slash Casio's Cut. You can find it on Twitter at Casio's Cut. And, of course, Instagram at Casio's Cut as well. That is where you can stay up to date with everything that's going on. We're going to add um, a P.O. box where you can send me wild stuff, and I'm going to unbox it and unveil it live on the episodes. We're going to add that uh, and announce it on our social media. We're going to be doing giveaways as well, of course. So uh, it's basically listener bribery, as we like to call it. Uh, we're going to be doing that as well on our social media. So please Keep in touch. They are all over. It's at Casio's Cut on all of it. Casio'sCut.com will get you to where you can download the podcast every single week. That's right. Weekly episodes with giveaways, content, interviews, and more. I'm excited. I'm babbling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to get this started. And I must admit, I got to catch up with the boys of the Well-Read Comedy Tour. Corey Forrester, Trey Crowder, Drew Morgan. We recorded this after one of their shows in the basement of the infamous Conradison, Conrad Thompson's house. And since we recorded this, Corey Forrester has gotten married. Conrad Thompson has gotten married. And the dog we talk about in this episode, my dog, has since passed away. So nothing can be awkward about that, right? Surely not. No, we're going to have a good time. Enjoy it. Sit back and relax. And right out of the gate, guys, let's start making fun of Corey because he's easy to make fun of. It is easy to shit on Corey, isn't it? There's so much. Look at his head. His head has so much space there you to look. shit on. <laughs> you got a dog on your mic. Are we on? Are we done? We're on, but that don't mean we're, we're starting. We're just, I'm just going. You got it You don't tell now? me how to edit it or. <laughs> what kind of intro should you use, Corey? I should just work. I'm, I'm good. Y'all do whatever you want. <laughs> Motherfucker over here asking me shit, and then when we get around everybody else, you shitting on me. In text, you're like, Corey, what do I do? What's your rig? Can you take a picture of it and send it to me? That's all I ask. We're around all our friends. Fucking dumb All ass, I ask. Big headed ass. I didn't ask. I'm the only person I know to right. shit on when they're trying to be a friend. That's right. That's a true story. Oh, Corey's, shut your fucking mouth. How Corey's Matt. His Rocky Dell Davis and his Jason Isbell are all the same accent. No, yeah, no, Rock, Rock, Rocky ain't Rocky ain't ever, Rocky. You, you, it's it is it is high, but you it's it's more here. That's your Rocky Dell Davis. Yeah. It's just now, what's your Jason Isbell? It's the same as you. Oh yeah. hell yeah, man. <laughs> it's that, you like how he faded? He was going to commit. It's like, that Alabama high pitch. Yeah, do it. That y'all do high have. Pitch. Yeah. That you and me do that. Oh fuck! I'm in. I'm in. I'm fucking in. <laughs> Talk up, dude. Pork. Listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you think I don't know about the goddamn uh, Pollo Fundido? I do. I'm, I'm in. The I'm Pollo in. Fundido. I know my man knows I'm about in. the Pollo crazy, Fundido. Fucking crazy chicken. I know. Crazy chicken. <laughs> I'm in. He says that's his thing. That's his catchphrase. I'm in. Is in. it? You take, is you it? Every, is it? Every well, that's time, fucking strong. Every time you're about to do something, you're just like, hey, you in? I'm, in. I'm like, I'm in. I'm fucking in. You in on lunch? I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> let, me tell you something, let me tell you something about their nachos. Strong. <laughs> Hard. 
El Pastor and <laughs> if you were put out roses, you would have nailed that mean, it. Hey, that means the pastor in Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you obviously do do a good me. Yeah. I pretty much nailed it. Hey, Am I wrong? Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Corey, explain your impression of me, like, in words. It's this funny. This is how to do a Trey Crowder impression. You first do a Dr. Phil impression. And you, you Lisa, Lisa, listen, you're not a monster, okay? You're not, and it's also Mr. Mackey. It's like a little bit of both. Lisa, okay, look, you're fine. And then you punch Dr. Phil in the nose. Yeah. Look, the goddamn geopolitical system in this fucking country right now, especially as it pertains to the South, where I'm from, and where I love, that's true. Yeah. All right. That wasn't quite pretentious enough, but no, other right, than that, it was right, pretty right. good. I know yeah. stuff that y'all don't know. <laughs> yeah. And bigger words, too. And, and more, yeah. You kind of sound like Al Gore. He does kind of sound like Al Gore. You sound like Al Gore when you Ostensibly. Yeah, you got, yeah. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. Yeah. Vis-a-vis yeah. my brain. Everything's going to be. Say something about an inconvenient tooth, but in that That's been... Look, Al Gore has more of a little everything is going to be in a lockbox. Okay, it's kind of like a little more like of a thing. He's got a lift, like a redneck snake. Ooh, <laughs> I used to have a bit about redneck snakes. Redneck snake. I still remember that. But that was before you got political. Yeah, that was before you got political. Yeah, that's before I get. Yeah, right. No, it was political. It was very it was. political. Yeah. You were oh, like was, by the time. Oh yeah, dude. I was the redneck the, snake was political. Yeah, yeah, dog. Because it, it ended with him. He always took it. Li- he always took it too far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I don't. Oh, I, don't I mean, I kind of don't remember it. He was it was something like you were like, by the end of it, it literally ended with him being like, by the end, I'm just curb, curb stomping Jews. Like, <laughs> that's literally the end of that joke. The As joke a was I'm curb stomping he Jews. He would get sunburn on his head, his bald head, and it would peel. And every time it peeled, he would get more oh, and yeah. more racist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great bit. And you'd be like, at first, I'm I like, get, I, I love all more, people. And then you get a layer more, off, and I'm I like, I don't know, white. man. The same water fountains? What a bunch of bullshit. By the end of it, I'm just out here curb stomping <laughs> Jews. And everybody would be laughing, and he would say that last part, and everyone would Every time. By the way, every time, dude. By the way, I then changed it to curb stomping people, and it was fine. Go figure. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a progressive. Yeah, Corey, more. the curbstone wasn't the problem in that. It was of the particular was group. The, as with anything, it was the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome uh, in riffing here. To the first and last episode. Look, <laughs> 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 well, I, I used to travel so much with comics, I, I'm, and y'all have kind of brought it up. Do you think, like, if tomorrow night you did a set? And I made all of you switch and do the other guy's set. 99% of it could you nail? They couldn't do none of mine because they always go smoke and they miss all my great riffs. Like yeah, I can do all Trey's. <laughs> I, no, I got no idea what Drew's doing. That's why I said. <laughs> the, reason, the reason that's funny is tonight uh, this dude interrupted me and I did like a 30-second joke about what he was talking about. And I came off stage and I was like, man, wasn't that great? And they were like, uh, we didn't hear any of that. <laughs> I think I could still do yours and I hadn't seen you in a while. I think you well, just did. If you've seen yeah. my, my open mic, I was about to say, if you saw me on open mic, it's the same jokes. Yeah. So you can still do, you know, do it. Do you know who I think I am? <laughs> I I'm about to be masturbating your lobby right now. <laughs> the bad part is I forgot that one. I need to start bringing that That's one back. That's a great, this is one of my favorite jokes. All right. Well-read comedy tour. I want to, how did all of you, this is the typical shit question. Sure. 
How do y'all meet? At in Chattanooga? In Comedy Chattanooga and, and Knoxville. Knoxville. I mean, yeah. kind of between the two. I met Corey in Gallenberg. Yeah. No, I met him in Chattanooga. I was doing the contest, and you popped in, and uh, fuck, were you? You were judging. Were you judging? I thought that was fine. That sucked. <laughs> you were judging. Was I judging? Yeah, and I advanced that night. Thank you. I and, mean, I uh, always judge silently, but I, was it out? I was official you that was night? You was official okay. that night. Okay. Opener, strong, strong. <laughs> um... Are you in on comedy? I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you advance. Uh, well, yeah, well, Corey was walking around. Corey was walking around all like big shit. You know what I mean? And I met him that night, but he was like, "Oh yeah, okay, you don't hit for me." Like you know what I mean? <laughs> That's used, everybody. Dude, he used to do, like the first time. Uh, not the first time, but one of the first times, probably the second or third time I met and hung out with Corey at all was at the comedy catch, and he probably talk to me for 30 minutes about what I needed to do in order to be a comedian. You know what I mean? He was like, he was probably pretty good. Was, like, was he 16 he was like, at the time? Yeah, right now, now. Well, here's the thing. He was probably 22 or something yeah. at the time. I thought this man was a 37-year-old road dog who'd been at it for fucking ages. I was just sitting there Sweating drinking. with the Ben Just sitting Franklin there drinking up like, yeah, okay, I got it. And Corey's sitting there like, if you ain't going up at least four times a night, you ain't shit. I don't care if you're in Knoxville or whatever. You got to do what you got to do. But it was just fucking just sitting there. Just Solid advice, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just, I mean, we met from, yeah, just me and Drew started in Knoxville, and he was in Chattanooga, and we – you know, the way it is in these mid-sized southern cities doing comedy, like, for stage time and whatever else, like, you're going you're gonna to go to neighboring cities. So, yeah. like, if you were in Knoxville, you'd go down to Chattanooga or whatever, and if you're in Chattanooga, you come up to Knoxville. So, we just met through that, and, like, we just have a lot of shit in common comedically and taste-wise and otherwise, so we just... So, you started in Knoxville. Yeah. You, I know Corey's in... Chattanooga. I actually started in Miami. I was a lawyer in Miami. I was a public defender down there, and I uh, started doing mics down there, and then I came to Knoxville within like nine, ten months of starting, and that's where I met You're Trey. a public defender in Miami. That's true, by the way. I don't know if that's important. They might not be able to discern our accents. Pronouns, pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you 50? I'm, I'm you're a you're public defender in Miami? I'm 33. Well, how old were you when you were a public defender? I, was, I did that from when I was about 24 and a half to 28. And you said, hey, I need some comedy in my life, so I'm going to do comedy? Yeah, and it was like a hobby, you know, and I was still... Just a release, kind of? Yeah, and then, but like, I think I'd always want to... I know I'd always wanted to do it. Yeah. Do you do you remember... I want to ask all of you this, because I, I kind of remember the first joke that I can remember, like, seeing a comic do that smashed me, and I wish I could... I knew who the comic was, I give him credit, but I he was on a late-night show, and he he did... I like my women, like I like my coffee, and the Pauls were, even at a young age, I, I'm sure every time you watch a comic, you, as soon as they start doing the setup, you're like, I'm about to nail this punchline in my yeah, head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when it goes a left turn where it's right. not where you go, oh, right. God, that's funny. Yeah. So even as a kid, you had heard, like, I like my women, like I like my coffee, and then he paused and he said, ground up in the freezer. Yeah. yeah, and it smashed me as a kid. I'm like, what did he just say? Yeah, I wish I'd give him credit, but that was kind of the moment where I like, hey, that funny thing's kind of cool. Uh, being yeah. on, do you like Greg Fitzsimmons? Uh, he saw Ron Jeremy at a gas station, and I knew it was him because when he got done pumping it, he pulled it out and sprayed it all over the front of the car. 
<laughs> I was like the right age, young wise, for yeah. that to be this, the funniest fucking thing I ever heard. But I was also old enough to be like, holy shit, that was clever too. Yeah, you know what that's I'm the saying? same thing. With me. Like I remember trying to be funny as like a kindergartner. Like, right. You just want to be funny, sure. But there's that, like you said, there's that age where you go, it's not only funny, but I, I see what he did there. What yeah, about right. you, Trey? It was a. Uh, Do you I remember? Was, was there a moment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I there it, was absolutely yeah. a moment, but it, I can't. I don't know that I could pick a specific bit. For me, it's a whole special, and it was Chris Rock, bigger and blacker. Yeah. Uh, I was 12 years old, and I watched. I th- honestly, man, I think it had a lot to do with my dad because I watched it with my dad when it aired on HBO, and I just remember. I, I can remember thinking like, so Chris Rock's this this black dude from New York, right? And he's. And but all the shit about big piece of chicken and nobody gives a fuck about daddy and all that stuff and like and I my dad my dad was a single father or whatever and I can I, I can just remember my dad just loving it. you know what I mean just losing his mind loving this shit and like I mean I thought it was funny too but I know as a fucking twelve year old I wasn't like relating to it right in the way that my dad was but it still had a huge effect on me to the point that I was like. I'd like to do that or whatever, you know, that, that was the, that was the, the one for me. Was it more like, also like, whoa, it's a cool thing to make my dad laugh. I mean, yeah, so I need I to kind of make That's my dad laugh like, too. I didn't, I didn't necessarily think that at the time, but like looking back on it, I think that, yeah, that probably, that had to be yeah. a part of it. Just watching how much my dad dug that shit. Yeah. And again, it also, the fact that like, you look at my if you look at my dad and look at Chris Rock, you know what I mean. They're but but twins, uh, right? But but like but dude, he was eating it up. Yeah. you know what I mean. And like I just thought it was the fucking coolest thing I'd ever seen. You know, I had a moment like that with the Eddie Murphy when I was even younger. My mom laughing at them jokes. I heard her like laughing at the jokes late at night and like all them curse words. I didn't get the jokes at all, but just like she's shit, laughing at curse what, words. What is he doing? Like how's he doing that kind of thing? I've got, I've got one that was the first moment and then one that was also when making my dad laugh, yeah. which was the – I'd seen comics before this, but it was just kind of like, I know this is funny, whatever. But the moment for me was I was in my grandmother's living room sitting uh, Indian style on the, on the living room watching TV, and it was like Foxworthy was doing like a – it was when it was TNN or something like that. He, there was some clip of him or whatever. And the joke was uh, – <laughs> If your if your new TV is sitting on yeah. top of your old <laughs> TV, and why that resonated with me is that I you was watching, watching it yeah. on yeah. Granny's <laughs> new TV. What was and I fucking and I, and I it was one of those moments where I was like, he's talking to what? <laughs> he's talking to me. Holy shit, that's amazing. And it like clicked with me. I'm like, you just say you point out shit that's weird. Hashtag relatable comedy. And, but the one that was. I want to make my dad laugh like this was we were driving to Destin, Florida, and we had a Tim Wilson CD in. And Tim Wilson was just oh. riffing on, you know, when he used to do the whole 24, don't know shit. You know, he was just talking to the yeah. crowd. And he said something. He goes, I bet you wear a men's medium T-shirt. Men's medium T-shirt. I wouldn't wash my damn truck with a men's medium T-shirt. And my dad almost had to, a big guy, almost had to pull the goddamn car over. And he was sitting there going, I wouldn't wash my damn truck with a men's medium T-shirt. And I was just like, I'm doing this when, forever. When your dad down that day? He was down. That's the whole story I have about Tim was that my dad had just lost both his parents within a year and a half. And they were very young. They were both in their 50s. And he was an only child. And he didn't really have a big family. So my dad essentially in a year and a half lost his whole everything. And right. he was like, for, the, for a very long time there, dad was just like, 
an emotionless husk that just kind of glided through the world. And we decided to take this vacation to, like, help my dad's, like, we need to go somewhere. I remember mom and him talking about it, and they argued a lot. But, like, no one was yelling. It was just, like, trying to get dad out of this funk. And he hadn't fucking smiled in forever, and he hadn't done, like, nothing was good. And he got that CD from a radio station because dad did advertising. He would always see Tim when Tim came through. And Tim gave him this CD, good to see. And dad put it in, like, again, I hadn't seen dad smile forever. He put it in and just guffawed. Which, as anybody would do during a Tim Wilson album, yeah. but like for the hour, and I was sitting there like, my God, like what a what a uh, insane thing to where it's I power. I couldn't, none of us could break through to this guy forever, and this joke did, and then and I'm not saying things just immediately got great, but like I think Dad remembered, oh yeah, there's life is good, yeah. there are moments of happiness, and it was Tim Wilson. So you like I know you talk about Corey. Your parents all the time, fantastic, supportive. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You run a damn cupcake shop with them, and yeah. you're making quiches, and life is good. Yeah, which is, I think, out of the ordinary for comics. Oh, Trey, you talk on stage openly. Mm-hmm. You've just you've already mentioned dad's a single dad, mom's mm-hmm. pillbilly, yeah. awful. Drew, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom. It's deep. Well, yeah. Dysfunctional? I'll be as quick. Not, not, re- so my dad's a preacher and mom was super supportive, but dad started preaching when I was like 13. He was a drunk till I was eight. And I don't remember a lot of that, but then my brother became the family addict mm-hmm. right after that. Like when he, like by the time I was 13 or 14, he was on pills. So I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that had anything to do with all of this. My mom loved me too much, and I know that has a lot to do with this. Do you know what I mean? Like, the the constant need for validation, I know that was there. But, like, um, Neil Brennan has famously said, you need a mom who loves you too much and a dad who's gone. And the reason Eddie Murphy's the funniest person alive is his dad died and his stepdad went to jail. Like, that's, that's like Neil Brennan's whole theory <laughs> on why Eddie deal. Murphy was the funniest one ever. Um, I don't know about all that, but I, I did have the doting mom. And then my dad was a preacher. He wasn't like a quite normal and he wasn't that strict on me but it certainly affected me and i took his act i mean my whole essence is dad's preaching voice early on i had the doting grandmother and the over my dad wasn't gone but he was a fucking workaholic dad worked 16 something hours a day like i mean he was still very much in my life and a great dad but like i was always like you know daddy how much time will this buy me you know like and you know granny's telling me i'm the best thing that's ever what what I just remember that song. And yeah, it's, it's Tearjerker, isn't it? Uh, yeah, he chose about, to play that song like for me on like the fifth day in a row on the road. He's like, "It's all here for you," because I, I have young children, and like, and we've been on the road for a while. And he's like, "Man, remember that song here? Let me play it." Like, we're, and like, I, he's just fucking. Like, oh. ha- yeah, halfway into it, I'm like, "Fuck you, Corey! Turn this shit off! God damn! Turn it up! What's you that? Playing yeah, Christmas yeah. shoes for him? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Daddy, how much time will this buy me?" What uh? What about you, Matt? Uh, I I don't know about dysfunctional. I mean, they divorced when I was young. My parents are total opposite. It's like when I got older, I'm like, yeah, I I should have saw that coming. Y'all I get it. Dad's a hippie biker. Mom is going to church. She's a teacher. She's you know they're total opposite. Uh, that's, Who that was, that was that my family your... until I was about nine, and then yeah. they just flipped <laughs> the switch, man. He went from he had a Harley and shit. He had a yeah. soft tail, sold that, got rid of the pit bulls. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's preaching. 
No, my dad still reminds me when he he's like, yeah, your mom got pregnant. I traded my motorcycle for a car, Ford yeah. Fairmont. Yeah, and it's like, I, you know, you're talking to me, right? You're yeah. you're basically telling me I ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it though. Yeah, I get it. yeah, you're right. You're right, Matt. Not that dysfunctional at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not bad, so. Hey, son, good to see you. Remember when you ruined my life? <laughs> and I remember when I got started driving the Ford Fairmont? That yeah. was because of you. I would bitch about the Ford Fairmont, and he'd go, it's because of you, but oh, I've had it for the past 16 oh, it's, years It's your birthday, you. Matt? How old are you? Oh, it's been that many years since you blew it for me. <laughs> how long it's been since I've been on the hall? <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, so you, you met. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just comics. You're all doing your separate deal. Yeah. But I imagine it's like all comics. Because here's the deal. Here's what I say on the road. You like a lot of comics, but there's not. I feel like there's not a lot of comics where you're like, that guy, we can travel together. Like, we right. click. But when it is, right. it is. It's you know it's awesome mean? when you find a comic you can hang out with. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we, I mean, you had that, too. We traveled together all the time, and, like, it was always fucking fun. Right, until you met them. <laughs> and we had we had worked together since. <laughs> it's been great. Well, we no, just, but seriously, can we end in? it now? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what we like, yeah. So we met and we realized we had a lot of. Sh- so this, this is the like answer we get. Like we used to do Q and A's in our shows and shit, and people would ask us how we met. This is what we would tell them. But it, but it is kind of true that like we all felt like there was. There were plenty of Southern comics, but there was basically two kinds, it seemed like. And it was one of them was you either go, you either drop your accent and just, you you would never know that person's. David Cross. That person's even from the South, like David Cross, Mm -hmm. right? Like, who's very funny, but like, you'd never know that motherfucker grew up in Georgia, you know? It's like either that or you go full on cable guy with it. And that's all there was. And there we all three independently had the the sort of thought of like, well, why, you know, why does it have to be, why has it got to like, can I be both? Like, can I be a fucking redneck white trash motherfucker from Clay County and also think queers are cool? Right. And just not, be, <laughs> yeah. And so because. They're so cool, man. Because so of cool. that, really that, that sort of drew us together or whatever because we had that in common and so then we started doing we started doing shows together like not just stand-up shows we did like these variety shows for a while where we'd do stand-up and live sketches and like fucking musical numbers sometimes like rap songs and stuff yeah the hubris we had yeah for sure i mean we're throwing shit at the wall see what stuck (laughs) and michael (laughs) some of them stuck by god at the comedy catch let us do a few of them there on sunday nights and like he didn't care for him no you know (laughs) didn't hit for him but (laughs) he he liked he liked the musical numbers he did like the musical numbers we started doing that and then so after those shows we'd go you know, if we were doing it, like one of those shows at, at the catch in Chattanooga, we go back to Corey's house afterwards and just sit out there on his porch and, and just do t- meth. And just do meth. <laughs> so much meth. So that's when y'all met DJ. Lewis, we, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> DJ was there the whole time. And we'd talk about, like, you know, man, God damn God it. God damn it. We 
we've got a thing here that would work. Like, this would work if we could just somehow get it out there. And, you know, one, Wait, was the man holding you down, or you were just saying, hey, we we got to figure no, out how to get just, it out? We yeah, just, that. That's, that's what just you weren't hating life yet. You were just going, hey, it's... Right. Just like, we know there's something here, but we don't know anything about marketing. We don't know, like... You know, I mean, YouTube and shit had well, just I, become I, a thing. So, and I felt like like we would talk about musicians we liked, like Isbo or people like that, and we'd be like, man, we'd probably hit for the Truckers his fans. was a big example. But then I was like, I don't know how, I don't know if comedy will ever be like that. I don't know how to get comedy to where inside genres, there's other genres. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, you go to a comedy club sometimes, and if they just mix and match, the comics can be so different or whatever. So it was like, I just, I don't know how this is going to work. So but before, the, well, for the views, let me ask you this, speaking of. For the views take off, because mm-hmm. I, I think that's a fascinating thing for a comic too. Is there's there's different things you pay attention to. One, if there's like family in there, people ask you if you get more nervous or whatever. Families in the crowd. Did you ever hit a show before everything really took off, where there was like a celeb in the crowd and you just like, like I had one time I'm in Knoxville at Side Splitters and Vern Lundquist is in the crowd and like. Yeah, instead of instead of trying to do my act, I was like forcing college football jokes in, and like <laughs> all I wanted to do was to hear Vern Lundquist do that uh, laugh that you heard. Yeah, yeah mean, that's, that's all I wanted to hear. And you I just like, want to hear that chortle. That yeah, chortle that was there has. ever a time where, like, where you're thinking if I could get in front of those people? Honestly, I could jam. I mean, I, dude, honestly, no, no, only, I don't think only, I don't think I, I was, ever was knowingly two, in front of a famous person. The only anything. two times that I know that me and Trey. Well, me and him one time, and we didn't know this, like, we went up in front of D.C. Curry, and he was just in oh, the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't know that shit. Right. And then also one time, this is very, I don't even know if I've told you this, uh, but, like, I was doing this goddamn dive bar called, it's called Road Dogs or Bulldogs or something in Calhoun, Georgia. And I was emceeing, but they was like, we only have a couple comics. I know you got a lot of time, so can you do, like, 15 up front? And then, like, 10 between each comedian. And I was like, oh, fuck. And uh, I thought I had an hour, which technically I did, but, like, I did. I had the time, but it We've just We've all it had an hour, not but had so an hour. So I'm doing this shit or whatever, and I'm going up in between, and I'm hosting. And uh, afterwards, uh, I, there was this dude comes up to me, and he goes, hey. That, and this lady's walking out, just saying bye, whatever. And I'm like, I think I know her. And he goes, uh, she uh, wanted me to tell you that you were really funny. And I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, that was Brett Butler. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. What the fuck? And Brett Butler, then I went online and read Brett Butler had like went completely broke, was almost homeless at one point. She played and- for the Royals, <laughs> right? Huh? Didn't she play for the Kansas City Royals? <laughs> <laughs> <Is that? laughs> Wasn't Brett Butler grace under fire? Yeah. yeah. Brett, so anyways, yeah. she had almost gone homeless and was back living and the area that I was in was where her like hometown was. So like I was in front of DC Curry and Brett Butler who said I hit, which, you know, I needed that validation from her. <laughs> but like in, in terms of like uh the only time it's ever happened is now but we've like since, now y'all get oh, people there. Like now the drive by some okay. of the drive by truckers come to right. our shows, but like <laughs> we have had a relationship with them, so like I'm not really worried about like I want to do good for Patterson. It's Hood, not a starstruck thing, but though. it's not like oh shit, that's Patterson Hood. Right. It's like he was on the guest list. I knew he was going to be. It's still absolutely I want to smash in front of Patterson, <laughs> but like we knew he was coming. You know what I'm saying? I uh, in New York, I performed uh, in front of a king one night, but that was, I didn't give a fuck about a that. King. That's what they said. I think it was more like a duke, if somebody from Holland or whatever. Uh, <laughs> H- Hannibal Burris. Yeah, it's like a Duke. That's not that important. <laughs> I 
I mean, the dude barely spoke English and didn't give a fuck about nothing. You know, was, he was just like on his checklist, I'm sure. Sure. I made fun of the whole monarchy system uh, like every comic that night. But uh, <laughs> Hannibal Burris came into a show I was on at the Village Lantern, um, sat down. People were like, oh, shit, Hannibal's here. Maybe he's going to ask to do a set. And he talked to the guy running it, and he was waiting on a comic. Uh, the girl who was in front of me, I was next, bombed her ass off. He realized he was at the wrong show and left right before my set. <laughs> and then my other thing was, I, I just, I just honestly, I just want to tell this story. I wasn't going up in front of anyone. I'm barking for the Grizzly Pair, which is two doors down from um, the cellar. Okay. And this dude's walking towards us, and I'm starting to bark at him. Hey, show you come to a comedy show. He's walking in the bike lane. He gets close to me. He's hat on, scarf up to his neck. I realize it's Louie. When he gets about from me to you. Yeah. And I realize I'm barking at Louis C.K., but I'm in the middle of my bark. I'm like, we got a free comedy show. we got a lot of guys who've been <laughs> on TV. And he's coming at me. He gets right by me. I realize who it is. And I'm like, come on, Louis. Don't you want to see a free comedy show? When he hears his name, he starts to turn like you do when you hear your name. Yeah. But he also is like, doesn't want to be recognized, so he keeps going. And I said, at least get on the sidewalk like a fucking human being. And you see his shoulders bounce where he's laughing. And all my friends are across the street, like, putting their hands up. Like, you made Louis laugh. You made Louis laugh. <laughs> And uh, I bombed that night, but it didn't matter to me. Right, yeah. Hey, you already had the life you wanted. Yep. Like, I, I, so I didn't a- care that the two Spanish couples in the front row heckling me didn't give a fuck <laughs> about my southern accent joke. <laughs> so Did I go, you get Vern? Uh, I got like a him? couple highs, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. yeah. Not as much as I wanted, but. Right, yeah. And I, I hadn't been booked back since, but I made Vern laugh that yeah. night. Well, that but, club's not there anymore, man. Correct. That's Thank why. You. <laughs> and neither is Vern, really. Because they were booking me regularly. Uh, <laughs> so. Corey closed them down. That was the I, last show that. South were you Cruz really? Ever. Yeah. Who yeah. was it? Who was it? Him. Me and DJ. I was headlining. For free. And they got oh, stiff. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah got stiff for it, too. Oh, dude, <laughs> I got stiffed like a motherfucker. I didn't tell you that story. <laughs> no. Dude, so fucking she calls, Bridget calls me. She's like, uh, hey, can you do me a huge, first off, ain't worked me in like three years after, you know how I do, smooshed. So, <laughs> ain't worked me in three years. She's like, hey, can you do me a solid? I just need a free weekend to work. We're, the club's doing bad, but like if we get one good weekend, everything's going to be fine. So, I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean. That sucks doing it for free, but at the same time, I wasn't getting a chance to run my 45 to an hour. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking in. Can I bring DJ with me? Yeah, of course. So you know how that goes. Sure. So me and DJ go up and do it. And then uh, that Sunday night, of course, it was like, you know, I do the last show. Uh, Yeah, you know, of course we can't pay you, but I promise, you know, uh, once everything gets flipped around, we're going to be fine. You'll, we'll, we'll pay you for this, and you'll get another headline a week, like next quarter. So I'm like, I'm fucking, hell yeah, dude. I drive home. By the time I wake up the next morning, the press release is already outside. Splitters is closing. They knew what the oh, fuck was happening. Oh, yeah. They took me like a chump. But I got to run my hour, so that was cool. <laughs> and I got to have Waffle House with DJ. You I, can't pay for shit like no, that. No, you can't. Uh, Matt, I, I, I want to – because I don't know when else it's it's not going to come up. I don't bring know when else it. So, I think if not, if not the very first, one of the first times that – I ever emceed at the catch. Yes. When Alfano, you know, like gave me a whole weekend or whatever. One of the very first times was when you were there. Okay. And that's when we met the first time. And I remember uh, I was at the time. <laughs> was I was he wearing the, a yellow shirt? <laughs> I'm sure, yes. Guaranteed. Uh, I was doing this. 
I was doing this bit. I don't have a yellow shirt thing. I felt like you got like seven yellow shirts. You just always, or it was a white They're shirt all that just you just stained. wore for that <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I was like, y'all always play Myrtle Beach together. My man sweated in a yeah. white shirt. Yeah. Well, so right. on that note, yeah. I used to do. Y'all remember that the the bit I used to do about how white people are so much worse than black people yeah. and everything I, we you hate them smell for. Your exactly. Yeah. So I was like, I, it, it had a part in it where I was if like, you've never heard the bit, it just went. You remember white people worse than black people? Smell your titties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we're, we're worse at being fat. We're so much worse at being fat. But fat black guys are smooth as hell. They're the coolest motherfuckers in the room. Fat black guy walks in, you're like, well, tonight just got more fun. Fat white guy walks in, and you think, oh, I can smell his titties. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the whole rest of the weekend, like, all throughout your set, I know what you're you, about to say. you would just, you would pepper in, just be like, Y'all can smell my titties. Right? <laughs> Y'all smell my titties. Like, he would just do that the whole time. I mean, I, it's like as a, a baby comic at the time. I've called that, him that hit before. for me so hard because I was like, I loved it. Like you doing like this callback. To I a used joke to call him the King of the Callback to other people. Yeah. Like, I'm working with Matt Mitchell. Dude, all like, weekend. King of the Callback. All Whatever your best bit is, that. he's going to fucking go up there and smash. Yeah. Well, yeah, he'd walk over and be like, I feel weird right now because I know y'all are just thinking about how you can smell my titties. And I'm just. Well, Reed the weird thing, one of the weird things about Reed, comedy yeah. to me is that when I do a callback, and I do like, I like watching. Why wouldn't you? I like watching it and and seeing what the other comics do. I don't, you, you don't want to do it the whole weekend. You get tired. It's of It's a huge pro but, move, though. But I, I feel like every time I do it, uh, they they are almost surprised. They laugh, but they're kind of yeah. shocked. It's like what. Why did y'all not think I saw the same show? I right, been, right. Like, did you think I was just well, like you not here? from the back or whatever? Yeah, so when, right. And never yeah. mind, you're just back there. Yeah, like, you're just beer. goofing off watching TV or something. It's like, we're so like every time your money because everyone thinks we're all rich. That's my well, favorite. And I like easy, easy, easy laughs. Also, so if I can use like, your own punchline yeah. to get right. laugh, yeah. I'm yeah. taking it every time. Yeah. I used to do it to Wade Cardwell every goddamn time. <laughs> if he was hosting, I'd come up there. I'd go just. Wait. I'd go full pause. Shut your fucking... I just thought you knew Wade because he had drugs all the time. Wade, hold on. You serious what? right now? I, I did not know Wade ever did comedy. Bruh. What? I just thought he fucked... <laughs> I just thought he fucked your mamma. I just thought he fucked your mamma. Why do you think he fucked my mamma? Because it's the funniest thing I've ever heard of. I know, but Is he why. as funny as he is off the stage? No. He, dude, <laughs> now, let me tell you something about what, Wade. What do this you mean my, by funny? Funny like you want to be around him to get material? Yes. No, like... Well, no, I mean, like, he fucks Corey's memo, and that's hilarious <laughs> to me. Here's my favorite thing about All Wade. All right, wait, wait, we got to catch him up. Wait, wait, there's people so, listening that have no idea what you're talking Wade's about. Wade There's so, a guy named Wade Cardwell. He's in Chattanooga. He's who I've met numerous he times. He is. He will. Oh, he's going to love who I've met, Yeah, I'm in. Who I've met four or five times at the catch Let at parties, and I didn't know. Say what you want about Wade Carwell. Super supportive of comics. Okay. Remember when he went to Myrtle Beach with us and tried to jack your dog off and give him fake news? Hold on. Super supportive. He tried to buy crack. The most that. supportive motherfucker. Do you see what, what I mean? Yeah. Thanks for ruining my punch. But oh, I'm, my sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. That's why I had you on, though. So you can so be funny. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. No, Wade is, Wade is super supportive. So me and Corey's going to Myrtle Beach. And I got this whore I'm fucking there. Bring, bring me. I'll pay gas money. So we're like. She I, likes it in the fucking ass. <laughs> I'm going to let you get the main one. I know what you're trying to hit. 
<laughs> no, I'm, this is all I'm hitting. No, you got it. Because I'm getting, you know. I'm picking Corey up, and he's like, hey, Wade Cardwell wants to go. I'm like, why are we taking Wade <laughs> Cardwell? <laughs> me, me and you's getting paid to go to Myrtle Beach. Why would we take somebody in my little tiny car? And he's like, well, he, he offered to pay gas. I'm like, well, the son bitch is riding with us then. <laughs> and he's in. Are we picking him up? He's in. He's in. He's in. In. Are you all in, Wade? I'm in. I'm in. He's in. A, I'm in. <laughs> so I got my little Cheweenie, Jerry Barksia. And our first pit stop out of uh, Chickamauga was Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, where... Wade immediately jumps out of the car and tries to buy crack. Literally, I'm right not. There. I'm gonna first. He drank like half a fucking fifth of vodka already. <laughs> I'm just y'all don't say shit. I'm just gonna try to buy a little crack. Y'all don't want to do. <laughs> Wade, we don't want to do crack. It's just y'all do. Y'all do it. All right, I'll just I'll just buy it. some for me then. If y'all want some, I'll give you some. <laughs> and he's literally like walking up to just people at the gas station. Hey, y'all got crack? <laughs> Get away from me! White <laughs> ladies. I was gonna say, was he asking white people or black? White everybody, ladies. Everybody. The, the cashier. Everybody. You gotta throw a big net out. <laughs> people start getting like fired up and pissed. Like, yeah, see, this story totally uh, is backing me up. You looked at me like I was crazy when I said, "Is he as funny as he's off stage?" This is hilarious. It's hilarious. Awesome. No, it's awesome. No, I looked at you like, you know the secret. He's he's as funny <laughs> off stage. No, way funnier. Uh so so then he's like, he by the way, he's so he's he's in the back seat with my dog, Jerry Barksia, the Chewini. And he's like, hey, he likes his Peter rubbed. What do you mean? He's like, he lo- I'm rubbing his Peter. He seems to like it. Yeah, you know? this hits for him. Look, I'm going to jack his dick off. And I said, what? I said, dude. What? I said, dude, what, he, he what are you doing? It's your fucking dog. <laughs> no, not if you'd seen the dog's face. No, it no. Wasn't. Jerry loved it. I'm going to give him that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, it was hitting for Jerry. Yeah, so yeah there ain't never been a Jerry, a Jerry dog or man that didn't like getting jacked off <laughs> right. in the back seat of a car. So I said, look. I said, dude, don't, you're going to ruin my dog, man. You don't be doing this. He's like, guess what else? He likes Fig Newtons as much as he likes getting his Peter rub. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting back there feeding the Fig Newtons. I look back, and he's got, my dog is sitting on, like a human, like on his ass on the seat, <laughs> getting his Peter rub, Red Rockets out, and he's just <laughs> hand feeding him Fig Newtons like a wood chipper. <laughs> and I'm like, he is in dog heaven right now. Let's take Wade on the road with us. Dude, it's fun. <laughs> By the way. Hey, Corey's like, I'm getting in the back seat when we leave. When we stop. <laughs> Jerry's in the front seat. I want to sit in the back for the rest of the trip. Dude, to Wade's credit, though, he we literally dropped. Like, we were going to Myrtle Beach to do shows. We dropped him off at this lady's house and didn't see him for four fucking days. Like, he didn't just hang out. He came with one us. time to the show. And he that came was one it. time to the show. Didn't he match to get on the list? No, nothing. Just came to the show. And, dude. You bought so tickets for him and Jerry. Don't. Are you are you not about to tell the part that I wasn't gonna, I was going to say for you? No, you go ahead. So, <laughs> Wade. <laughs> You're my guest tonight. Wade's fine. more? Look, oh, you, my God. God, Wade finally he comes to show or whatever, and then you know the weekend's over. That's also the weekend I had my 
insane. Is that when you melted down? Yes, that's yeah. when I melted down and fucking yeah. like told that whole group of people. Now, now, hey, I want you to tell the Wade shit, but I also would like to hear Matt tell yes. about you yes. losing your mind on stage. I would also like to hear that because I've only ever heard it from him. And and I'd like he's to hear pretty solid. He's I'd pretty like, dead on I'd like to it. hear your perspective. <laughs> I've heard him tell it before. Okay. He is dead on right. about so, it. But, but we, go pick, we go pick Wade up from this girl's house that he's had us drop him off at in Myrtle Beach. It likes so, it in the ass. But, yeah, she yeah. loves it. In that. You can yeah. tell in their eyes when you see them. I, just, I don't know why we haven't pointed out this is also Al Gore a little bit. It's just that deep. Yeah, I know I'm in on it. That is that is a strong Wade Cardinal though. I, I every time he'd bring me up, I'd just go up there and do an Have impression showed- him for three minutes. I was like, Wade Cardwell, fattest cokehead in the goddamn <laughs> only fucking cokehead I know weighs three hundred and fifty pounds at the Jenkins buffet snorting mashed potatoes and crack. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, wait, what was damn. his t shirt? He uh, but, uh his t shirt said what it had a line on it. Remember, it had like a, a cartoon. What was it? Coat? Somebody hit it. No. <laughs> a lion. Hit it with a washcloth. Yeah, hit it with hit a washcloth. Hit it with a washcloth. Hit it with a washcloth. Hit it with a washcloth. First off, Wade admittedly would steal jokes, but here's how he did it. He cited right. his source. Like my good buddy go, Spanky Brown. Like, like my good buddy Spanky Brown said, it might not be the best dick you ever had, but you'll know I've been there. Cracked ribs, broke pelvis. <laughs> and so he would just... He's a he cover would, comic. He, would, he is. He's on the, the world's first cover comic. The video of him breaking his leg when his son ran over him? Oh my God, I gotta show you that. <laughs> Wade? Wade is, his son got on one that, you know, those, you know those mini ATVs? His son was on one and Wade was filming it. How old's his son? Fucking, he just graduated high school. Yeah. This last year. He's riding this motherfucker and Wade's filming it and he just comes straight at Wade and you literally, because of the camera, Wade did a fucking front flip and broke his goddamn leg. <laughs> Anyways, we pick, we pick Wade up, we pick Wade up at this girl's house <laughs> Wade gets Wade gets in the car Where and this this is, this is a footage? this is a this, this is, got this footage. I want to see this footage. Corey's got it. Well, you got it. I can't believe it's, I'm upset that the dog jacking off was before Snapchat. You know what? <laughs> do you want to do you want to see it? Do you want to see it right now? Because I can pull it up. Is I don't think what? it's going to translate well to the it podcast, but I do want to yeah, see let's it. Let's do it after it's over. It's I'm sorry. Uh, I yeah, but it I'll pull it up. I'll show you after. Want to see it. Oh, yeah, I got it right there at Lord <sighs> God. Hashtag anyways, Fig Newton. Anyway, so we pick up Wade after this week in Myrtle Beach, and when Wade gets in the car, this is a different Wade than I've ever seen. This was kind of a disheveled, I guess I would say. I mean, he's still he's very he's pretty disheveled. Now, but, I mean, he, <laughs> he no, he's, a, okay, he's a very disheveled motherfucker. Was he ever motherfucker. That man ain't never me. been disheveled today. Excuse, excuse me. Wade always looks disheveled, but he always has a positive – he always has a positive, cheery outlook on his face. Yeah, sure, he jacks yeah. dogs off. The He's a happy the, dude. The Wade. <laughs> he rolls with the punches, man. The Wade. The Wade that got in our car that day was one of them, just like, just drive, man. Just drive. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we were like, hey, Wade, how was the weekend? He's like, just get just, on the road. Just, let's just go. I'll buy some crack in Atlanta. It'll be fine. <laughs> so we get in there. We're like, so how was it with the girl that likes it in the ass? And he's just like, man. I don't even think I want to tell y'all what happened last night, but hell, I will. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Then he starts drinking vodka, and then here we go. And we all start splitting Fig Newtons, and we're like, let's do this. Turns out, by the way, she didn't like it in the ass, and that was just something. 
<laughs> that was just something that Wade perceived. <laughs> he saw in her eyes, but yeah, it was not in her eyes. But so Wade, you can that was her contact. <laughs> We're sitting there all weekend, and I'm sitting there telling her, I know you like it in the ass. And she's like, I, she's like, I don't. She's like, I don't like it. And he's like, I, you do. You like it in the ass. So finally, she comes to the, just to get him to shut up, I feel like she's like, she goes, you know what? I will take it in the ass. If? If you do. Huh? Well. Huh? And Matt, huh? Go, well, Matt goes, yeah. What happened next? And he goes, Well, I mean, I told her, I was like, I mean, you know, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. And he goes, Dude, she breaks out this thing. She had a strap on. He goes, She breaks out this thing. She breaks out this thing, and I'm sitting there. It's happening. It's happening. I'm sitting there just like, is this real life? What is this? Wait, wait, look. And so she pulls. We don't want to toast a person, so this is Wade's Caldwell. It's not a real person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Wade's Caldwell. So Wade's Caldwell. Wade goes, Wade goes. We're like, so what happened? He goes, well, I mean, she started. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He did. She started. And Matt and Matt. I mean, that's just how that goes every time. At a certain point, it it starts. I mean, we can talk all we want, but sooner or later, yeah, sooner or later, you got to start. And and he started. And Matt goes, (laughs) Matt goes, well, he goes, (laughs) I really hope this line translates. He goes, Matt goes, well, how was it? He goes, well, I'll save this. About halfway through, I had to tell her to stop before I got embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) He did. That's the exact quote. For for years. Halfway through. Not to begin with. You got to stop before I get embarrassed. (laughs) You're going to need to stop before I get embarrassed. I'm about to reach my threshold. How did you not wreck? How did you not wreck? I'd have drove the car into the cliff. I was pulled over eating Dude, for years. Jerry was over in the corner going, you gave more than me. <laughs> for years. And still to this day, Matt will every now and then hit me. with. We'll be doing some bullshit, and Matt will just be like, huh, you better stop before I get embarrassed. And I will fucking, dude, stop. No matter, dude, I swear to God, I could be at a goddamn feet, my dad's funeral. I'll just be like, yep, I'm out. I got to go. I got to oh, go over here again. <laughs> God, what was this damn. podcast about again? Yeah, no shit. This is it. <laughs> this, uh, oh my gosh! Apparently, it's about Wade. Check out next episode when I try to by track way, down. By Wade. the way, can I can I tell you something about Wade Cardwell? He's you a great guy. He will love this episode. Like, There's no like, oh, I don't know if we need to disparage Wade. He will share this on every. I'll tell you, I was gonna share it, but I got put in Facebook jail for putting a picture of he a does. pussy on the wall. Yeah, so. <laughs> my, Maybe. He always says, he goes, you're on in Facebook jail right now if you hadn't heard from it. What'd you do? I put a picture of a bald pussy on an old lady's, you know, uh, wall. It had the N-word on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he did. I, like, he did. one of the most shocked I've ever been on our tour, which is two years strong now. Was it right now? Was when we were, yeah. in, we were in Spokane, Washington. Oh, my God. Which was its own funny well, story. <laughs> but, uh, but, so, all right. First of all. 
Spokane. We did a comedy club in Spokane, and <laughs> we got there, and we had met the owner when we first showed up, and then the show's about to start, and now he's gone. And everybody was like, or we were like, yeah, what happened to the owner? And the manager told us, like, well, uh, so here's what happened. He He's very conservative. Yeah. And he saw y'all were coming, and it's the well-read comedy tour, and he thought, he thought that meant y'all were Indians. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was well-read skin, I guess. Well-read skins. He thought you were Indian comedians. When he found out what it actually was, that you were liberal rednecks or whatever, he got in his car and went to fuck home. Matt's off the mic right now, but he's laughing, and if you don't know what that sounds like, imagine choking a woodpecker to death. <laughs> so... So, <laughs> so that it that it that had already happened, right? And then we go up there, and the show was very like, you know, silence, boo, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> it was like it was not one of the better shows of the tour, but like at our shows, people like the people at our shows are extremely liberal, very. right, for the most part. So like, very. So we were we used to do a Q and A at the end of the show. Right, with the crowd, and we had to stop doing that at a certain point. But this time, we were still... Kind of because of shit like this. <clears throat> at this point, we were still doing it. We're in Spokane, Washington. It was our crowd. Could not lady, be further our away crowd. from Chickamauga, Georgia. Like, Super liberal crowd in Spokane, Washington. This lady raised her hand. She was like, yes, I want to ask you guys a question about um, a mutual friend that we have. Uh, oh, gosh. A guy named Wade Cardwell. No. <laughs> and I was just no. like... I was like Fucking what? I fell out of my How goddamn the chair. Fuck do you know? And then and then she proceeded to tell a story about Wade like talking about her pussy at a fucking political rally one time <laughs> or something. Just so I know there's shit. kids here. God yeah. damn it, they need to hear it. It was like in the story, Wade was very Wade yeah. the entire As time. As he can't not be. I just, I just never. You're like, she does know Wade. That right. She's giving sure. serious that motherfucker ain't never, never not showed up. I just never expected him to come up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, in Washington, I mean, anywhere right. really, but especially there. That man makes his mark. Without a doubt. <sighs> That's him. Thanks for chiming in, Drew. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you look, expect me to contribute anything after the dog getting jacked no. off while being and, fed. No, what I fucking that's gonna be Fig it. Newton. He didn't even know he was a comedian. <laughs> I'm dead. He just knew him as the guy that went to Myrtle Beach with Y'all us. Y'all looked Wait, in the back seat of a car. Yeah, four or five times. Okay. Y'all okay. looked into the back seat of a car, and he was jacking your dog off. Jerry Marcia. Fig, yeah. Fig Newtons, and that ain't even the craziest thing to happen that goddamn weekend. No. He's something else, dude. He's like if Burt Kreischer's whole life was mess. <laughs> yeah. That's also the weekend that Corey walked half the crowd. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Because he please. smashed oh, a missionary. Please. I'm so glad you brought this back up. Yes. <laughs> please tell this story. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear and you I tell it. Hear somebody it. I'm not going to tell it perfect because no. well, 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 I got this. Well, we can pitch in together. I, I just know this. We're at Myrtle Beach and... You did, so love you, going you, to Myrtle Beach. You You're not gonna believe Corey. this. I've yeah, never you been got back to Myrtle Beach, and you brought and you brought. Corey so they used with to have it. one club, then they had two clubs, and the right. second club is one of those clubs. Great club, great owners, great staff. Everybody was fantastic. Eh. The awful part about it was that it's 
like you said earlier, it's a Barker show. Myrtle Beach is super touristy. For sure, right. yeah. The most. Yeah. Like so the most. they're literally. It only exists for tourists. Exactly. So they're and outside going. Tourists at that. They're outside going, do you want to see a comedy show? Mm-hmm. I know you've been plastered playing golf all day. Would y'all like to all come in and see a comedy show? Yeah. What are y'all celebrating? Come in and see a comedy show. Some of them pay, some of them don't have to pay. It's just to get people in there. Right. So, as you know, that's it's not a, a good mix. <laughs> yeah. They have nothing committed. They don't know who you are. Right. They're shitting on you already before you go in. So, I bring Corey. Hey, can I, Can I? you know, that's a good feeling when you finally start headlining clubs. You're like, can I bring my own feature? Because, like we said, when you find somebody you can travel with, you rather work for them than anybody else. Right. So, Corey's like, yeah, I'd love to come to Myrtle Beach. We pick up Wade. We hit the Myrtle Beach. This is first night of the weekend. First show of the weekend. Shit, I forgot it was the first goddamn show. <laughs> I said the tone, baby. Corey goes up. Uh, MC does fine. Corey goes up. Now, if you know anything is, if anybody knows about stand-up comedy, and some people have different approaches, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> Corey knew this approach. I'm giving him this going in, but. If you're a feature, you don't want to do too much fucking crowd work because if it goes bad, the headliner's got to deal with it. And then he's mad at you or she's mad at you. So you don't want to go crazy. But if there's somebody talking, you kind of want to, hey, I'm going to do him a favor and kind of shut it down before right. the headliner comes right. on. So, and in fairness, I did just try to uh, shut it down. You did. No, I mean, no you, you started on a great step. You started fantastic. <laughs> Like, if this was an NBA game, he's like three for three from beyond the arc. We're yeah. like, just keep shooting your shot. It's bro. a good first half. Yeah, it's like we're, we're doing great. He, he shouldn't be three for three, but he is, so we're like, we're keeping feeding the ball. So, these, it's this big party, and they have no interest in us. There's literally, what, 12 deep probably? And it's pew seating, so they're 12 in a row. Yeah, so they're like not this. at the table together. They're all sitting right. side by side by side by side by side by side. So, so they're when, like yelling down. Right. Yeah. Number twelve wants to talk people. to number one. Right. It's yeah, not yeah. good. Couples. Right. Yeah. All women. What it was, was it? six dudes, six women, but they were sitting. The six women were together. Like they were six in junior high. Yeah. yeah. The right. girls are together. Guys are together. All right. And half the girls and guys are on their phones. All of them. Like bright, not trying yeah. to hide it. Like, what's going on? You know, in Myrtle Beach. And so Corey is politely trying to get them to shut it down, and they're laughing, and some of them are drunk and pop off to him, and you know, because Corey, as you, if you've ever seen Corey Forrester stand up, it's 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 a welcoming. Everybody wants to get in there with that. I mean, you I know think what I mean. You're not being sarcastic. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so as he's doing his set, they just keep getting louder. And I see, I am laughing louder than the crowd is. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not because you're smashing. Not because no. not, not no. you're not smashing is because one, I'm loud, like you said. But yeah. two, there, even the crowd is now getting pissed off because that's the deal. At if, the people you make. Yeah, made. at a For comedy sure. club. That's For one sure. of the marine reasons oh, so yeah, you people, should be quiet is right. other tables start getting pissed off. Right. So then they're right. not engaged. Right. So it causes more ruckus than just your table. So now everybody's getting pissed. And Corey keeps looking over at me like, hey, can I go? Can I take the gloves off? And I'm like, I'm just like looking at him. I'm not giving him the nod yet. And he's like, all right. So he tries to plow through. They're just not 
they're not doing it and he keeps looking over and he keeps looking finally i just give him like the nod lower <laughs> the caesar thumb <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's a gladiator i'm, I'm yeah. good and you're good to go yeah and they're i gave unruly. them the maximum they're loud speech. and unruly and it turns into just a not like a heckler like it just turns into like Corey fighting with a girl one girl decided to be the spokesperson for some reason, and that's Can't they shouldn't have chose her. They shouldn't have chose her. Mm-hmm. All I remember in my laughter and tears is <laughs> <laughs> it keeps escalating, escalating, and it was my whole set. By the way, it wasn't like a like I just did the rest of the set on these motherfuckers. You know, you did your time. I'll give you that. <laughs> you didn't cut it short. You went your time. I'll give you that. Uh, it ends in basically, did she say she went on a mission trip? She said she was, she's like, I can't believe you're speaking to me like this. Corey's, you know, uh, popping off on her. He's, he's called her a whore and a slut. Yeah. By the way, the dudes over here that's with her and her other friends are dying laughing. Yeah. Because they know she's being drunk and unruly like most guys do, but they're, they don't want to shut it down. Right. Because they're. In Myrtle Beach and trying right. to get the hook They're up trying to get laid and exactly. enjoy my show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So she says, I can't believe you're talking to me like that. I just spent three months in Africa on a missionary trip. or so, Was it a missionary trip? Yeah. She for sure was in she Africa. She was pulling the Christ card on me to be like, this is how good of a person I am. Right. That ain't to play for you. Shit, no. <laughs> and Weren't. I don't know if I want to say it personally, but... <laughs> Corey would, you, Corey, would you like to tell them what you told her, what three months missionary work in Africa really meant? Oh, I, Lord. I said, uh, I can't remember the setup. Lord, I apologize. I believe this was the setup. But I went, <laughs> I, yeah, I went, into something, I went into something about how I don't give a fuck about Jesus, that whole shit. And like, if you think that makes you a good person, you can suck you my dick. I do yada, remember that. Yada, yada, yada. And I said, you know what? I hope you go, <laughs> I hope you go back to Africa. <laughs> And get and die with uh, ten thousand black dicks inside of you. Yeah. Not because, by the way, it's worse for them to be black because that's fine, but because they're bigger. Hmm. And ten thousand white dicks wouldn't be shit. And then that was it. I mean, that was. The well, you, last thing. You, but you accentuated that you wanted them in her mouth because she would finally shut up. Oh yeah, and, I said, <laughs> and then put them in your god, and then put them in your Thank goddamn you, mouth so you'll shut the fuck up. Thank you. It would be hard. So then, all of them left. Oh, uh, immediately. You don't say. <laughs> and yeah. half of the rest of the crowd decided to go with them. Yeah, it was apartheid. Uh, <laughs> so while the MC is now in apartheid. shell shock. Wait, yeah. so ha- you you walked literally half the room at with least. that all at once? At least, at if least. not more. Like Even people who were on my side for a minute was just like, Bruh, yeah. god damn, you showed your Hey, ass. I was over there getting ready, and I went from laughing to like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I, I got to go up in a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. It went from, oh, I forgot I'm still working. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. he was headlining tonight, it'd be yeah. a great set. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then we'd yeah. talk about it forever. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, I'm about to go do fat jokes and smell of my titties. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. did you <laughs> what, yeah, say? Say, what did, Yeah, what did you do? What, how did you handle that? Uh, well, there was only and seven people it... left. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, give it up for Corey Forster. We'll be in Africa next week. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? No, I don't know. 
I thought I'm gonna just claim I did. Yeah, because that sure. was that joke hit. Do you remember none of the, mine hit after that? At the, <laughs> end, <laughs> at the end, at the end, we were about to go do merch, and you were like, "You still want to like you know right here?" And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going out here and on stage. stage. No, like on stage, I'm like, by the way, guys, I got my shirts over here for sale. If you want some, and I look over, I go." Corey, are you still going to try to sell merch? And he's like, yeah. And I go, Corey will be over there, too, if y'all want to talk to him. There, dude, Apparently, not- he thinks y'all need a T-shirt. Dude, am I, am, I fuck, am I fucking lying? You had a T-shirt that said 10,000 black dudes. Dude, no, tell me, tell me I'm lying. That entire crowd walked out by our merch booth, and every single one of them flipped me fucking off yeah, and no, just walked off. Fuck you. Hey, it was one of these. Of course, he didn't sell shit because I was standing well, there. No, no, nobody sold. No, no, but the funny part is they were like, Hey man, th- nice, nice set. Fuck Flip, you. Flipping it, flip Corey <laughs> off. I'm like, hey man, that was awful. That was rude. They're it's like dog. Yeah. We were with you for a second, but that black <laughs> dick shit. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. I'm not in. <laughs> yeah. So that wait, was, what? That was the first time. Didn't you get like? Didn't you get told to leave and never come back after that? Yeah. Night? So it like, t- did you do the rest of the weekend? Well, here's what, what we. No, here's the, the problem. The Here, yeah, he did the rest of the weekend. The problem was we found out the next day. Is that that they were be- they were best friends with the owner. They right. were pumped in. No, not the owner. The right. booker. The booker. Yeah. The, the reason that I got to stay the rest of the weekend was that the owner. Yes. Actually, he was there. By the way. Correct. And so the booker, all he hears is the girl who's the spokesman. She calls and tells him all the shit, dude. He called. I mean, he called me the next day, and fair enough, read me the goddamn ride act, and I'm sitting there like, man. I don't know what to tell you. They wouldn't shut the fuck up there on their goddamn phone. I tried to be civil, which I did at first for sure. I was like, I tried, and they just, I, I don't know, man. I fucking snapped. I'm sorry. And uh, he's like, well, this is fucking it. You're out. This is, you're never working my goddamn club again, which, of course, I ain't still, but, like, who gives a fuck? It, I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, the the owner, uh, uh, he then the booker calls me back like an hour later, and he's like, hey, the owner just called me and vouched for you and was like, hey, I was there. I saw it. And honestly, I don't know how I'd have handled it any different. <laughs> no, it was bad. I mean, it was it bad. was bad. But the owner, who handlebar mustache, shaved head, dude, was just like, "Yeah, he's something." And he was like, "I don't know how to handle it any different. Let the motherfucker finish the goddamn weekend." And so I got to. And the owner that year won Mister Myrtle Beach. So that's my dude, <laughs> Larry Larry Gray Flakes. I remember him. He hits for me. Larry Gray Flakes. Larry Mister Larry Gray. Freaks or fakes or something like that. Mr. Myrtle Beach, two thousand and twelve. But anyway, he was like, "I was there, Jeff. You weren't. I don't give a fuck that these were your goddamn friends. They were being pieces of shit in my fucking club." And Corey, you know, he told him what's what. And by like, the way, like I don't remember. No, like I, you told me all that afterwards. Like I'm not kidding. I saw red. I've been there. And oh, like, I saw I did, it. Like, I know. I saw it. I believe you. Yeah, like I, I'm serious. I was just da 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 da. And afterwards, you were like feeding me in, and I start kind of remember stuff. But like I was out of my body, just so furious. <laughs> Corey comes off stage, you know, that I'm standing over there, and he goes, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got you. No, we're good. I'm well, gonna do I know, I know but at the said. same time, the crowd's going out, and I'm like, again, that's when it hit me. Was oh, Jordan I, Rock there? Was that the night Jordan Rock was there and Chris Rock's mama was there? No. It was, that was the next night. Yeah, it was a different one, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's not good either. <laughs> <laughs> that was oppression. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody. I've had some bad sets in Myrtle Beach. Basically, <laughs> is what it is. I th- haven't you told me Have before that you're banned from both clubs I'm in Myrtle Beach? Banned is considering I'm a comedian. The only reason I ever go to do shows, I'm yeah, I'm banned from Myrtle Beach. Is like, there I still can't do two? It. 
Yeah, there's still two, and I can't do either one. I can't do the one because I did the other, and I can't do the other because I told somebody to go get fucked with black dicks in their <laughs> mouth. So, you know, I just can't do Myrtle Beach, if which is call, fine. If you call the other club and explain to them what you did at that one, maybe they'll let you come. Yeah, that might be good. You ruined their night that there, night. You know? By the way, I'm sabotage. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with not going back. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, I don't like Myrtle Beach. Man. When is the Well Red Tour hitting Myrtle Beach? We need to do I that. I don't know. It don't is, is kind of wild. We ain't been there, I think. It's wild that we have offered it. We've only been to Charleston. We haven't even been to Greenville or Columbia. Yeah. Y'all done know South Carolina? We did Charleston, Charleston a couple times. North Carolina? North yeah, Carolina. We've oh, we've been. Yeah, we've done oh, much yeah, of North we Carolina. Stay in North, Asheville's one of our hot Smash. spots. Yeah, Smashville. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, what's, uh, what's worst... City ever for the well read tour. Connecticut, the whole goddamn state. Yeah, I was <laughs> not that, And by the way, I was gonna say San Francisco. If you're oh. out there listening, it's not that we don't love the people that were there. It's yeah, just like no. they just ain't. Fuck the people there. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, yeah, Drew's I mean, mad. I'm, I'm just just I don't know, so man. You're San Fran. Why I had a, I had a good. I actually had a good time the last time we were in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. I meant numbers wise, we had a really good time in Connecticut. I just meant numbers wise. San Francisco is probably where we were treated the worst. Well, no, but, really. And you yeah. know what's crazy though is like San Fran, we do great numbers. Like so, it's obvious. Like Connecticut, not good numbers, fine people. San Francisco, always great numbers. We always sell out both shows. I think what it is is that I mean we've said this many times. Like they come there, they're not. They get the liberal. They get the liberal part. We're zoo animals, but we're sitting there. Yeah, we're sitting there doing the redneck shit, and they're just like they don't get none of the other shit. Which is, by the way, they're dicks about it. Ninety percent of our act is the redneck part, and then we got the (laughs) lean, and they're sitting there like, and then we'll be like, and that's what they're hearing, and then we'll go Trump, woo, whatever, and then afterwards they will say some of the most pretentious. Not, Not just after. Remember that lady just right in the middle of mine started greeting me and someone else in the fucking crowd, the riot act. Like, it was the weirdest thing to me because I've been heckled before. She was pissed at someone else there. And it was fighting over one of my jokes. She had told her not to laugh at something I had Don't said. Don't you dare. Because it offended her. What? But instead of, yeah. instead of telling me not to do the joke, I, at, at the time, I think the joke was about uh, oh, I remember that. my wife. Went to the women's march. She's a good feminist. I paid for her to go, so I'm a fucking better one. And <laughs> instead of telling me, go oh, fuck man. yourself. That is a good joke. She That's was crazy. telling her, don't you laugh at that. Like, the woman had betrayed her. And then they started getting in a fight. Were they then, friends or different no, tables? No, different tables. And then she started fighting with everybody. And then the fucking club people come in. It's just people like that. It's not everyone there. Like, this one girl moved away and was like, this was this black woman. She was like, you keep going, baby. You keep going. So, like, it's not everyone there, but there's just a well, lot of people there. And like I'll that. say this, like, I just think it's the only city I've ever felt that, and we've been to so many fucking cities. It's the only city I've ever, when we've sat down to dinner and people have heard our accent, and I know this ain't everybody, and this may just be an isolated incident, it's the only city that I can, tr- I truly have felt Dude. like people were looking at me. It's happened more going, than once. This, that, every time we go. It right, also happened in West Palm like, Beach, to be fair. Huh? It did happen in West Palm Beach, but I okay. was expecting it there. Yes, that's true. But like we're like we go fucking LA all the time. Any part of California, anywhere in the north, like people don't people might go, Hey, oh what we're gonna lay what's, down on this bench. San Francisco people, just has like, its head up. What's that ass, what's that man. accent? That's cool, but they're not like but San Francisco's the one place where I truly felt these motherfuckers are looking at me like I'm stupid, or these people are treating me like I'm stupid. And, like, I've never felt that way in my life. And well, like, it's when, funny because I've felt that way for most of my life. Well, like, but if I do, <laughs> I, 
I hear what you're saying, but like when I moved to New York, I like, still agree with you. People, like I, I know, you're going to your own show. But it was, you it feel was, like it that. was more of a, it was more of a curiosity. Like they weren't right. literally talking right. down to me. Like people right. in New York would be like, "God damn man, where are you from?" And then it would just be like, "I'm dude, dude, no. cool, that's my favorite clap back that's on the tour." This fucking lady said, she said this to like try to endear herself to us, like we would like this. She said. Oh, yeah, I used to live in the South. I was there for like two years. I wanted to kill myself. Pause, beat, tray. Well, yeah, well there's a good fucking bridge for it right over there. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they got a great bridge for that right over yeah, there. Yeah, it did not But no, I just, her. I mean, like, I, my personal impression of the place is that that city has its head up its own ass more than it, like, Cause like we all we also done Portland like the first time we went to Portland on the tour I was worried that it might be similar to San Francisco but it's not no it's it's awesome. not Portland is great like got pe- a good sense of humor people in Portland show. are very good at laughing at themselves you know people in San Francisco and people in L A also they do too are very good at laughing at themselves people that, in San Francisco are not they take ep- themselves very fucking seriously you remember that episode of South Park the smug. Yeah. When yeah. it was the set, it's. I mean, I'm not kidding, dude. I was like, well, surely that's fucking horseshit. It's literally that. Like mm-hmm. everybody has their head up their own goddamn ass. And again, and like not a, that dude we met at the bar that was roasting everybody as they walked. No, by. yeah, for sure. Everybody that came to our show had their head up their goddamn ass. And I mean, you know, yeah, I, but I love that old guys. black guy who was pretending to be the bouncer when I walked I love in. You guys, goddamn, he come crushed see me. Us get fucking better, I guess, because like you definitely seem like you're sniffing your own farts and spraying them in my fucking face. Y'all don't. I mean. I'm but, sure you're going to San Francisco it listeners. It's not like we uh, No, I got zero. Chips. You're yeah. good. It's not like we have chips on our shoulders. Is this about the first episode? I don't know yet. We're going yeah. to have to gauge it based Heard on that. how good it turns out. But yeah. I'm, it's going to be somewhere in there. I literally put myself on the bench. Yeah, Drew is now uh, chilled out I'm on sleeping. the bench. Conrad, you he want this playing. mic? I'm out. He's out. <laughs> He's out? gone. He's out. He's so, out. I've just caught the hiccup, so I think I'm out, too. I think this is the wrap-up, then. Okay. If Drew's out... Wrap it up, boys. I mean, he unbuttoned his pants like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Start telling that dog jack off. Do you still have another beer? Hey, this? wait, yeah, whatever didn't you, you have, when we supposed to talk about another beer? It's not my bar, y'all smash it. Matt, we didn't... Smash! Let's smash! It's also, he gets that... He'll talk through his laugh. That's my favorite thing about Matt. I'll go, what? You're fucking smashing. Okay. It's a diet. This motherfucker said it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Are you fucking He's in? in. I'm in. This hey, motherfucker Wait, are we fucking you up, though? Didn't, wasn't there a theme to this? No. Oh, no okay. theme. You told me. You texted me a thing. Well, when we first started, we were going to talk music and then... I thought, oh, you know, why are, we, why are we pigeonholing myself there? Sure. Well, I'm going to steal if, that. Let me like tell it. you this. The show wouldn't have been as funny as if we talked about music. No, it wouldn't have been that. as funny. It would have been, it would have been interesting, but you're right. It would, Wade Carr would have never That's got brought up. That's what I'm saying. Unless we talk about the I mean, if you brothers. want to talk about music, we can do it. And, no, and I'm out. In. I'm trying. I'm out. That's what I'm saying. I think it's been a good show, but I think you should stop before you get embarrassed. That's amazing. <laughs> Conrad Thompson, before stop before you get, get embarrassed. embarrassed. That's a great way to end. Get this Well-read comedy tour. Uh, tell them where they can find you on the Well Well-readcomedy.com, W-E-L-L-R-E-D, comedy.com. Uh, you can go there find all our tour dates. And uh, since I don't know when this is coming out, I'm not going to plug anything, but just go plug there. Plug your find social. Them. What's your uh, personal? Uh, on, uh, on Twitter, I am at 
Corey R. Forrester. He is at Trey Crowder. Mm-hmm. He is at Average Drew. No, Drew Morgan no, Comedy. Excuse me, at Drew Morgan Mid-stream Comedy. Midstream, he changed. And then on uh, Facebook, we're just our names. Corey Ryan Forrester, Trey Crowder, and Drew Morgan. I'm not verified. Don't help. Why don't That's you have true. a blue check? Because nah, Corey Buddy. don't want me to. It's a, he it's can't a, get it. It's he a point of contention. He don't hit. Yeah, it's a point of contention. Man. He don't hit. He don't hit. You I'm, hit with me, sir. I'm an old dog. <laughs> you so hit yeah, with that's me. it. Well, we're at Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Love you, man. Are y'all in? I'm in. We're in. We're in. We're in, in baby. Strong. I'm out. Strong. Yeah. Hard, hard, hard talking. Let's go drink more Conrad's liquor. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah.